0: Tonight I'll be preaching from the book of Mark, Mark's Gospel, chapter 1, and I'll be reading from verse 35 to verse 38. Mark, chapter 1, and verse 35, the Bible says, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out, and departed into a solitary place, and there prayed, And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. And when they had found him, they said unto him, All men seek for thee. And he said unto them, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also. For therefore came I forth. Let us pray. Father, we thank you once again for your precious blood. Thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy that you so showered upon us when we were doomed, destined to a Christless eternity. You stepped in and redeemed us, restored us to a right relationship with you. Dear Lord, we are humbled by your abounding and amazing love. I pray that you would use your word once again tonight as you speak to our hearts to draw us to yourself. That would respond to your love. Respond to your prompting. And seek to be closer drawn to you. And if there is someone under the sound of my voice. Who does not know you as personal Lord and Savior. That tonight will be the night of their salvation. Take full control. Use your word as only you can. To accomplish your will and purpose. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for standing. You will be seated. I am no professional photographer, but I can say that when taking pictures, it is important for the lens to be focused in order to achieve the sharpest possible image. This focusing is the moving of the lens, which depending on the distance of the subject from the camera, has to be a certain distance from the camera's sensor to form a clear image. To be out of focus means not to be able to see the image clearly and to have a less than desirable picture. Note with me that losing focus or being out of focus does not mean that the object has been removed or doesn't exist. But it means that it cannot be seen or is not being seen clearly. When it comes to serving God and being involved in ministry, it is so important that you and I, we stay focused. Otherwise, we lose the ability to see our purpose clearly, resulting in disillusionment and discouragement. Yet, while we cannot see what we should be seeing, while we are unclear about what we should be doing, the task still remains. Many who are involved in the work of God are losing focus. This loss of focus is causing confusion. It's causing controversy. It's causing chaos in lives and people being apathetic when they should be passionate. As we continue this message series that I've entitled A Ministry to Pattern, I'd like to preach a message tonight entitled Staying Focused. Staying Focused. Jesus throughout his earthly ministry oftentimes had to admonish his disciples and those around him to stay focused. In other words, don't lose sight of why we're here. There were times when Jesus, in communicating this very important admonition, did not use physical words, or he did not use audible words, rather. He did not use an admonition. Sometimes, in response to getting them to get back on track and to stay focused, sometimes he just simply demonstrated that he was staying focused. In our text, we have one such example of this taking place, and I want us to pay close attention to it as we center our thoughts on this matter of staying focused. Now, notice with me in verse number 35 what I want to call dedicated priority. You see, my friend, if we're going to stay focused, if we're going to see clearly what God wants us to see and it not be clouded by things that would get us off track, we first must prioritize the things of God. There must be a determined priority that what God has for me to do is going to be Number one. Now, notice what the Bible says in verse 35 And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he, speaking of Jesus, went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. Now, from this verse, we can see very clearly that when he came to accomplishing his purpose here on earth, that Jesus prioritized his work. Notice with me how this is demonstrated. Look at the time that he got up. The Bible says, In the morning, rising up a great while before day. Jesus demonstrated that his Involvement in the work of God and he being God himself, what he came here to do was going to be priority in terms of time. He got up early in the morning. He robbed himself of some sleep. He got prayer in to talk to the father before anything else could steal its priority. No, you think of the fact that Jesus is no less God than God the Father. He's not second-class God. He's not second-place God. He's God the Father. No, he's God the Son rather, but yet he prioritizes by way of time to rob himself of sleep, to get up well before day, To prioritize speaking with the Heavenly Father. That tells me that prayer with the Father is important and it ought to be priority. Now, if Jesus prioritized praying to the Father, how much more should we prioritize praying to the Father? I know you would agree with me that we are living in a busy, busy, busy world. And because of the busyness of this world, let me tell you, and I can say it from experience, and I'm sure you can agree and testify through your own experience, things just don't happen without intentionally prioritizing it to happen. Before you know it, we are pulled in a million different directions. Because there has to be an intentional decision To prioritize some things. Now you may say, unlike me, I'm not a morning person. That's all well and good. Maybe you're a night person. Maybe you're a midday person. Maybe you're an afternoon person. But here's what I'm saying. Whatever kind of person you are, my friend, you have got to prioritize prayer to Almighty God. It has to be a priority. And not just prayer, but you have to, we have to prioritize the things of God if they're going to get done. Jesus demonstrated this by the time that he designated and set aside for his Heavenly Father. But notice something else in this verse. He not only prioritized the time, but he prioritized the time Bent. Notice the Bible says, rising up, look at this, a great while before day. You know what that tells me? Jesus was not into these two and a half minute prayers. Yeah. Just to say that we did it. The Bible says he got up a great while before day because he wanted to parcel out a good chunk of time to really commune with his heavenly father. You see, my friend, when it comes to this matter of priority, how much time we spend on something or how much time we spend doing something indicates how much priority that thing has in our lives. You think of the average time we spend on other things. Like our hobbies. Talking to everyone else. And doing everything else. When it comes to priority, how much time does God get? Can we convince him of of his importance in our lives when we look at our use of the 24 hours that he has given to us? I mean, let's say we were to come up with a log and every item and everything and every person to whom we dedicate our time, we were to do a time check. When we present that list to Almighty God, can we convince God that he is priority? But imagine if your spouse gets 20% of the time your boss gets 20% of your time. Your friends get 20% of your time. And your sleep gets tw- 30% of your time. I mean, I'm not making this thing out up to 100, all right? But somehow, God gets... I'm not, what I'm saying is I'm not trying to calculate and give you everything. I'm saying, but somehow, with all these chunks of time given to everybody else, God gets 0.1%. Can you convince God that, God, you are my priority? No. no. There is something to be said about the amount of time that we spend with Almighty God if we're going to convince Him or even convince ourselves honestly that God is our dedicated priority. The Bible says, Jesus rose up a great while before day because the time spent with God was." important. Amen? Notice something else how he showed priority. The place. The Bible says he departed into a solitary place. He wanted time to be alone with God. You know why alone time is important? To help stay focused. Priority alone with God, my friend, fosters intimacy. When people are dating, they want to be alone with each other, uh, not with this person and that person. Why? They want to stare in each other's eyes so that they can have some intimacy with each other. It helps them to focus, to communicate that that person is there, priority. My friend, when it comes to Almighty God, God wants us to prioritize our time with Him such that there's some things that He can say to us and say to us alone. There's some things that we can say to Him and say to Him alone. So Jesus, in this verse, shows very clearly that dedicated priority in communicating And communing with God was priority for his ministry. But I want you to notice secondly, when it comes to staying focused, we're all going to be subject to some distractions. While Jesus had a dedicated priority, there were some distractions present. And my friend, when it comes to our lives, understand that distractions are going to come left, right, center, from every different corner. Notice how these distractions showed up. The Bible says in verse number 36, And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. And when they had found him, they said unto him, All men seek for thee now before we look at a number of things that can present themselves as distractions let me preface that by saying this for something to be a distraction does not mean that that thing in and of itself is bad doesn't mean that that thing or that situation or that person is sinful It's about how it is functioning at the time. In other words, if I'm on the path to accomplish a particular purpose and something seeks to rear me off of that path, it is a distraction at the time because it is causing me to divert from a particular agenda and a particular purpose. So I want you to notice here that in this passage, Jesus... He's going to pray, he's going to talk to the Lord, he's determining, i got to find a solitary place to commune with God, alone with him. And notice distractions that arise. Distractions can come from associations. The Bible says, Simon and they that were with him. These were his disciples. Do you know that even the people closest to us can distract us from staying focused on what God wants us to do? It can be family members, friends, co-workers, church members. Associations can be distractions from the work of God. It happened in this text. The disciples who spent the most time with Jesus, the ones who he was closest to, they were guilty of distracting him from his time with God. Here it is that Jesus is seeking to isolate and to be in solitary uh, place to speak to God and they come looking for him and said to him, Jesus, all men seek for thee. His own association, his associates. Well, here's something else that can be a distraction, even our assignments. You notice know, what the disciples said to Jesus: "All men seek for thee." Now, why were they seeking for Jesus? They were seeking for Jesus because, as Jesus had started his earthly ministry, he was doing some amazing things he was healing sick the sick people he had healed Simon's wife in verse number 30 and 31 verse number 32 he was casting out devils look at verse number 34 He had healed many that were sick of diverse diseases, casting out devils, suffered not the devils to speak, because they knew him. He was doing some amazing miracles, and as a result, they wanted more of him. They wanted him to continue doing what he was doing by way of all these amazing things. In other words, his ministry efforts, they wanted him to continue. Do you know that even our ministry For the work of God can be a distraction to us when it comes to our intimacy with God. You know, even as a pastor, I have to be mindful of this. I can't get so busy in the work of God that I have not found adequate time for God. Because working for God is not a substitute for time with God. You know, I fear oftentimes as Christians that we come to the conclusion God, I already gave you two hours on Sunday morning. I'm giving you another hour and a half on Sunday night. And so you got your time. We prayed during the service. And so oftentimes, even ministry work can distract us from time with God or jobs or work. And let me tell you, listen, people take their work seriously. I got to work. I was speaking to a pastor friend of mine and he was telling me and I guess I could clue you in and I guess when pastors talk, they, they share the similar stories of Things that happened, I guess, in ministry. And he was telling me how some rain fell. Oh, no, it wasn't rain falling. See, the church member called him on Sunday morning and said, Pastor, I can't come to church because water gone off. But he had a wonderful response, had me cracking up. He said, He told them, I hope the water comes back before Monday morning so you can go to work. Because I kind of believe that somebody ain't going to call their boss on Monday morning and tell their water gone off. They will find a way to get themselves into the work office. Amen? But when it comes to church, water gone off. Electricity gone off. So as such, I can't go to the house of God. Assignments. You know what else can distract us? Our assets. We got too much stuff. Too much stuff. Things that we own, our, our house, our car, I mean our, our things that God himself has blessed us with can distract us from the work of God. What a shame. Our aspirations, our dreams, and our goals. Mind you, these are not bad things. It's good to have blessings from God. It's good to have desires and goals and dreams that we want to accomplish. But these things should aid us and help us to fulfill our purpose in living for God. Here's something else that distracts us. Our addiction. These things that grab our attention and we are overly consumed by them. There can be so many things that we are addicted to. And Jesus was not exempt from distractions. But notice finally tonight in verse 38 amidst the distractions that were present, Jesus had a determined purpose. Look at Jesus' response in verse 38. Jesus said unto them, here they are, telling him, Jesus, all men seek for thee. Man, there's a long line of people who need sight, who are lame, who need to walk again. Deaf people need to hear. Jesus We got a long list of stuff for you to do. But look at what Jesus says in verse number 38. Let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also for therefore came I forth. Jesus was saying to them, listen, you all are trying to get me distracted from my purpose. And as much as I could be doing this thing and that thing and another thing, I got a purpose and I cannot be deterred from what God has me here to do. Seems somewhat insensitive, does it? On the surface, it could. But Jesus was focused. He says, "I got to preach in this next town. I got to share the gospel." You know, and they made anything about Jesus is that he knows the heart. You know, Jesus knows those who are following him just to get healed. And you know, when it comes to this thing called ministry, when you start sharing out stuff, listen, you've got a long line. When it comes to sharing the gospel, I ain't got no time for that. And we got to be focused on what we are here. what we are about we have to have a sense of an understanding of what God has for us to do because if not we can be pulled in many different directions find ourselves going around in circles and not fulfilling the purpose that God has for us what's the admonition tonight let's stay Their focus means that we have to have some clarity about what we are to be doing. Where we should be. When we should be there. In order to accomplish our individual purpose that God has for our lives. And here's the thing. When all of us are on board with our individual purpose for our lives, collectively, God takes care of what needs to be done. And I trust that as we continue to serve God, so many things are happening. Sometimes we can feel like, wow, how do I get it all done? It's not for us to do everything, but it's for us to do our part. and to stay focused so that God can bless and use us in a special way to fulfill His will here on planet Earth. Let's stay focused.